Welcome to How to Eat Less Water, the podcast for anyone who's concerned about the state of our environment and wants to live more sustainably, but is short on either time, money, ideas, or all three. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez, author of the award-winning book, Eat Less Water, and a kitchen activist. Every Monday and Wednesday, I share bite-sized action steps anyone can implement in their kitchen. Why the kitchen? The average person eats between 500 to 1,300 gallons of virtual water every day. Our food is the best place to turn our hope for a better environment into action. Want to receive 10 tips to eat less water for your summer parties? Go to eatlesswater.com to download the free list. Now, let's dig in and grow well-being together. Welcome to the How to Eat Less Water podcast. I'm your host, Florencia Ramirez. Last week, I had a discussion with Kathy King around how we can reduce our plastic. She is an expert on this issue because she works with these types of programs in Santa Barbara within her capacity at the Community Environmental Council. If you have not listened to that episode, I highly recommend you go back and listen because there's so much great information, including the water footprint of the plastic we each use every year, which is 27,000 gallons of water. That's the water footprint of our plastic for you and for me. So we can do so much better. Another startling statistic she gave was that we each ingest on average one credit card worth of plastic every week. Plastic doesn't disappear. It just breaks down into such small particles that it's airborne. So not only are we ingesting plastic through the bottles and packaging of our food that because it seeps into our food, we're also breathing it in. And of course, there's huge detrimental impacts on our oceans and marine life. You know, whales being found with bellies full of plastic, as well as sea lions and fish and seabirds. Even if you're a thousand miles away from the shore, all that plastic will eventually find its way to the ocean as an 8 million tons of plastic are finding its way to the ocean every year. And there's many things that we can do in our lives to minimize that plastic. It was really important to have that conversation with Kathy, I know for myself, because she gave me more motivation to pay more attention because I thought my plastic that I was bringing into my kitchen through, like for example, my orange juice container that was plastic, my container for my grapes and my berries that are plastic. And I placed all of those plastic items, even though they're containing organic ingredients, I place them inside of my recycling bin thinking at least they're getting recycled. Well, it turns out that only 9% and last year that dropped to 5% of that plastic we think is getting recycled is truly 
being recycled. So I've asked Kathy to come back on with us to have a discussion around the other places in our house where we can minimize plastic. Because that first episode, we really focused in on the kitchen and our shopping, where a lot of our plastic, at least in my home, but there's plenty of plastic generated for hair care products and skincare products in my bathroom and also in my laundry room. So Thank you, Kathy, for coming back on so we can continue this discussion around plastic and ways that we can simply start to reduce our plastic use in the other areas of our house. So if you don't mind, Kathy, let's just dig right in. Can you take us into the laundry room and tell us what we can do different to reduce our plastic in that area of our house? Well, I would say if I pull out a little bit from there, like even if we count laundry room, bathroom, and kitchen, the strategy that I have moved toward is powder. I'm just going back to the powdered version of like dishwasher soap, laundry soap, whatever I can find that's either a powder or a bar. That's what I'm using because the liquid items are packaged in plastic because they're liquid, right? So that's the only packaging that will work. And liquid is more energy intensive to move around because it's so heavy. And we have water at home. Uh, so something else that I've moved toward is I have found a company called Blue Land that makes soaps and cleaning products and some personal care products that's tablet-based. You add the water at your house. <laughs> and then we're not moving around all that water that doesn't need to be moved around mm -hmm. because we have it at home pretty much for free, right? So I got, I mean, the container system can, it's a little expensive on the front end, but it pays for itself over time when all you need is tablets, right? So I placement tablets from them and they have a foaming hand soap and they have bathroom and kitchen cleaning products and spray bottles. And you really probably don't even have to buy their spray bottles. You have to buy their foaming hand soap thing because it has a special pump that foams it. But it wasn't that expensive glass, which I like some of them. And they have a variety of tablets so you can try different scents. And I find that they work really well. So anytime you can find a product that doesn't have water as its main ingredient, then you are doing a service to the and the shipping and the shipping costs there, I mean, is less in, in something if it's coming in just tablets of so the boxes are much smaller. They're very yeah. small. It's amazing. You get like a little envelope full and then the package that the tablet is in is compostable. So oh, I love that. So full distance. I'm going to put that in the show. I'm going to look them up and I'll put that in the show notes for people to look into. And I have, I do have, I used, I'm trying to think of the company. Maybe it'll come to me later. I can't remember them right now, but I know that they are making efforts to reduce plastic as well. Okay, the name came to me. Their name is Grove, and they work to reduce plastic in the products that they sell and also in the packaging that arrives to your house. And I've also noticed through this period of time, I think I've I've been ordering from Grove for about two years, that they've been getting better and better with time 
as is the case with all of us, right? We're getting better at this when we start upon this path to reduce plastic in our homes. And so from Grove, I've purchased those bottles that you talk about, those glass uh, spray bottles that I can reuse. And they send little potions of all-purpose cleaner and glass cleaner, just small little packages that I pour into the larger glass bottle and then add my own water. And they're just lovely. It's just the experience because this whole process is also about when we do good, we feel good. All of these things, when we start to move into a space where we're really working to grow well-being, like reducing plastic, for example, and so we're moving away from those one-use plastic items and using, for example, spray bottles that are made of glass and you're putting your own label on it. And you're just, it's just, it just feels beautiful really to go underneath your sink and you see all your glass bottles in there. And it asks you to organize me because I'm so lovely, you know, and, and it just feels good. You open up the bottom of your sink and it feels nice when you want to to clean and participate in growing the well-being in your own kitchen, laundry room, or your bathroom. Because life is too long and is also too short not to do these things. <laughs> not to do those little things that make you feel good. I thought of it that way, but it is. It's very satisfying to look under my sink and see these bottles. They don't have a bright red label with red letters screaming at me. It's just a bottle. It doesn't even say anything. Yes. Yes. And I have a little jam jar under the sink in the bathroom with the tablet packets in it. So I know that when something runs out, I am stocked because I, I'm a person who likes to, to stock up. And also the ingredients in these products are much better for us. Like they smell because they are good. It's not that ammonia smell that you get when you spray other types of cleaner on the mirror or something. It just, it feels much better. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely going to look into that service because we got to grow that innovation and put money is just energy harnessed in a currency, right? And so whenever we put money or currency behind something, we're giving energy to whatever that is, whether it's a product or service. And we're saying, yes, I want more of it. If we're willing to be an early adopter and maybe spend a little bit more on the front end, and then we are giving them the space to get to scale where in the next iteration, it'll be cheaper because once you're into the tablets, that's not expensive. And I have friends that uh, also like sheets for laundry. I haven't got there yet. My husband, we work out. We both, I'm not going to just blame it on him. We work out. And so we need <laughs> a lot of cleaning power, but the, the powdered detergent, even in the high efficiency washers, works just as well as the liquid. And the same thing with the dishwasher. And I think it's cheaper too because it lasts a really long time. Yeah. So what about those little pods that you use in the dishwasher that are have kind of like a a plastic film? Is it plastic or is it is it a no, I, I think some of them are compostable or just they just dissolve in some way. Yeah. I don't like anything pre-measured because I don't like to be told how much to use. I feel like they tell us to use more than we need. Mm-hmm. Um when I do my dishwasher um, little tray, I only fill it up about halfway and my dishes get clean. So I feel like when they pre-measure it, that they're telling me how much I need and I want control over that. Yeah. I don't use those. 
mean, they're right. probably now a, a good alternative, but I haven't tried them. Right. And in the shower, how do you move away from the plastic bottles that we have a lot of plastic bottles in our shower, unfortunately? So how do you move away from that? It's it's hard. I've tried a number bar soap and conditioner. And, you know, I live near the coast also, and I have frizzy hair and it's really hard to find products that fight frizz and are sustainable, but I, I keep trying. We use bar soap in the shower and trying to move toward bar shampoo and conditioner and then reusable razors, um, that non-disposable razors, I guess. Um, and there's tablets now for toothpaste. I haven't found one that I prefer, but I'm still trying to find other tablet-based or powder-based products. And then there's other there's companies now that are offering refillable containers for personal care products. So it's still the the wet shampoo and conditioner, only you can get it from them, use it, and then return the containers. I think it's called plain products. That's catching on. And aluminum doesn't take very much to mail back to them. So you get out there in containers and you can send it back pretty easily. That's an option that's catching on. Refill stores. I know there's one in Ventura near where you are. And I heard that there's just a new one that opened in Santa Barbara. So if you can find a store near you that avoids the whole shipping (laughs) issue completely and just go there and bring your own containers and fill up in bulk, they're providing that bulk service for personal care and cleaning products. Yeah. And what I like about the refill shop, the one that's near me, is you can choose what aroma you like. So they'll you choose the essential oil that they place inside of, say, your shampoo or whatever it is that you're filling up. So that's a nice, the smell of things, right? They make us feel, another thing that makes us feel good is the smell. In fact, of all of our senses, that's a sense that is the strongest, is our sense of smell to help us remember things. Like our memories are attached to smells, smell of food, smell of flowers. Like for my grandmother, when I smell a rose, I think of her because she loved that scent and she always had it everywhere. The cream she wore, the roses in her garden. So why not lean into that? Why not? Why not make the things around you smell good? So you gave us some really good tips and some places to go, some good resources. You know, for toilet paper, I use What the Crap, and I have you heard of them? I really love them because nothing is plastic. They're individually wrapped in paper that you can recycle and all the proceeds, it's a nonprofit, go to build latrines around the world to help with clean water systems, because that's one of the biggest polluter is not having the pipes necessary for toilets. So as well. Wow. That's wonderful. I've heard of that, but I didn't know that they gave out, gave up their proceeds like that. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Big one. Like when I go talk to kids and kids love when you talk about toilet paper, but the the NRDC, the National Resources Defense Council does an annual report card on toilet paper. That's kind of mind blowing. The super stuffs Mm -hmm. that they sell at the, at the big box stores. Like a Charmin, for example. Yes. That they're soft because they're from really old trees. Oh, Oh, that is a terrible story. (laughs) The fibers in old trees are longer and so therefore softer. So I always tell kids like 
you can handle a little less softness, you know, go for the recycled content of all paper products. If we're going to buy paper products, they yeah, the content. As soon as you said that, I could see a redwood in my mind, in my imagination, and to think that something as ancient and beautiful and majestic would turn into a roll of toilet paper and flush down the toilet is terrible. Hopefully it helps people, you know, get an image that that maybe that isn't what they want to spend their money on. Right. Let's not let's not flush paradise down the toilet. I mean, forget, forget just paving it. We're also flushing it. Right. And those, those trees that we rely on to absorb carbon dioxide and keep us balanced. What I love about listening to you, um, Kathy, and the work that you're doing in this space, and you're doing so much work in the environmental space for years and years. And I know you're one of the main organizers of the Earth Day event in Santa Barbara, which is the oldest, right, in the nation, if not amongst the oldest in the nation. The work you're doing is incredible. But even after all these years of working in the environment and feeling like you're swimming upstream, that you have this sense of adventure around it because you can make it feel that way, like fun, like let me discover a new way. These companies that you're talking about, that you're trying out and and trying to see which is a good one for you, what fits for you and your family. And, but coming at that with an adventurous spirit, like it can be a fun process. It's about experimenting. That's what life is. It's just one big, long experiment. You try something, you don't like it, you move on to something else. And it, you know, it doesn't have to be so serious, (laughs) but yet the impact is serious and it's good. It can be good if we're, if we're making those efforts. I really like that about you. Thank you. I always try for levity, no matter what I'm doing, because I I enjoy humor and we can't be so serious all the time about everything. I mean, it's a very serious subject, but um, sadly it's gotten easier to talk to people about it because pretty much everybody has a climate story. Now people have been impacted by it or know someone who's impacted by it. It is definitely really encouraging now to have a federal administration that's behind it and just passed this huge law recently, the Inflation Reduction Act, which is a strange name for really what it is. It's more of a climate act, but whatever it takes. And so that's really going to do a lot for job creation and innovation and electrifying the country so that we can move more fully into renewable energy and do all the things that we need to do. It's definitely very doable, which which also feels good and is encouraging. And I've been doing this long enough now that there's a whole generation coming up after me and we've increased our staff where I work at the Community Environmental Council because we realize that this is the decade where we have to do twice as much, twice as fast. And so we have increased our staff size. And a lot of them are people just out of college who were able to major in this, which environmental Mm -hmm. studies wasn't even a major when I went to college. And so it's just it's really gratifying to be able to work with these young people who are so, so passionate and that I know that when I retire that we're going to be all right because there's all these people coming up who are making it their life's work and priority. Oh, that's so fantastic to hear. How many employees do you have at the CEC? I think we're up to about 23. That's great. Is, I've been there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but we need we need it to be two hundred and three <laughs> at least, right? But that's where we all come in because we can all be employees of the planet and help in all these different ways and all these different angles. Whether it's bringing your canvas bags or saying no to the plastic or choosing products and alternative packaging, seeking out these companies who are doing innovative things around packaging, moving away from plastic in any way that we can. Those little things add up to big things. So those are really simple things that we can do to start minimizing our plastic footprint today. Thank you again, Kathy, for coming on with us today and all the work that you do in the world. It's a joy to talk to you. I'm such a big fan. I was a big fan before you started this podcast, and now I'm so grateful that I get to hear you twice a week because I'm just such an admirer of all the great work that you do, and you are such a wonderful and positive light. So I appreciate you so much. Yes, that's why we attract each other because you too are a positive light. And I thank you for all the work you do and continue to do. And thank you for joining again. I'm here every Monday and Wednesday sharing inspiring stories and giving action tips we can start today. There is power in the collective. Be well. Let's stay connected. Sign up for my newsletter and receive more tips in your inbox weekly and 15% off your first purchase at the Eat Less Water Shop. You can also find me on your favorite social media space at Eat Less Water. Please remember to hit subscribe and leave a review, even if it's only the star rating, because every one of them will increase the chances of other like-minded folks to find us. Thank you for joining me on this journey to Eat Less Water. Together, we will write the story of well-being for this planet we have the privilege to call home. Meet you back here every Monday and Wednesday. There is power in the collective. Mm-hmm.